Rocky does not win the big fight at the end against Apollo Creed. And when you guys were making this film, were there any any discussions about that? Like, oh, wait, are we sure? You know, this is a little bit daring. You know, usually you want the the underdog to win. Were there any discussions about, like, changing that? And, like, should Rocky come out on top? Uh, no, because uh, Rocky did exactly what uh, he set out to do. He, As he says the night before, if I can uh, be standing up at the end of this thing, uh, nobody's ever done that. And, uh, and if I can do that, then... I won't be uh, just another bum from the from the neighborhood, and that's what he uh, that's what he accomplished. And I think that that's one of the reasons it it struck uh, it, it struck such a chord, because we could uh, relate to that, and that's easier to relate to than uh, winning the world's heavyweight boxing championship, perhaps. We're talking to John Avildsen, the Rocky director, who um, I mean, amazing. You have an amazing list of movies that you directed. I, I do have a question about Rocky V, though, which is Dalton was just talking about the end of Rocky. In Rocky V, you almost killed off Rocky. Uh, well, uh, Sylvester wrote uh, Rocky V, and at the end of it, uh, he died. And it was uh, uh, a, a beautiful scene on the way to the hospital after taking a terrific beating from Tommy Gunn uh, with his head in Adrian's uh, lap. He expires. And the last scene in the movie, as he wrote it, uh, had Adrian on the steps of the hospital. The world's press is assembled, and, and she announces uh, the death of, of Rocky, but says to the crowd, as long as people believe in themselves, Rocky's spirit will live forever. And I thought, wow, what a, what a beautiful way to go out. Uh, so that's what we uh, started to shoot. And about two or three weeks into the uh, schedule, I get a call from the head of the studio, and uh, he said, oh, by the way, Rocky doesn't die. <laughs> I said, oh, really? Why is that? He said, well, these people don't die. James Bond doesn't die. Superman doesn't die. They don't die. So uh, uh, Rocky didn't die, but the movie died, because without that uh, ending, it was like a shaggy dog story. Um, so it's, uh, it's un- unfortunate. Well, what was it like uh, besides that experience, just coming back to do Rocky Five after being away from the from the franchise for so long, John? What was that experience like? Uh, well, um, on the first uh, Rocky, uh, Sylvester had nothing else on his mind except that movie. Right. Uh, but by the time um, Rocky Five uh, uh, came along, uh, Sylvester was a very busy fellow, and um, he. Uh, had lots of other things on his mind at the same time. So, uh, Rocky, Rocky, the first Rocky was a lot more fun, at least for me. Yeah, and, and you know, you won the Best Director Oscar for Rocky. The film won Best Picture. It won Best Picture over All the President's Men, Network, uh, and, and Taxi Driver, among other films, which is just an insane year of filmmaking. But I guess that's sort of indicative of the 1970s, uh, in which we had all these visionary directors bringing us these incredible stories. Right, John? Well, it was a uh, it was a fruitful time, that's for sure. And your budget on Rocky was what, like a little over a million, right? A little under, actually. Oh wow! Wow, that's unbelievable. And John, you know, even outside of the Rocky franchise, your films have always tended to focus on outsiders or underdogs. Whether it was Karate Kid or Joe or Save the Tiger, what what drew you to these types of stories? Uh, good writing. Um, uh, 
every every director is at the mercy of the writer. Uh, the writer starts the uh, the adventure. They they fill up the blank pages, and if the uh, words aren't on the page, uh, you're out of luck. So um, I've been uh, attracted to uh, good stories and good writing, and uh, uh, I've been very fortunate uh, with writers like uh, Sylvester and Robert Kamen, who did the Karate Kid movies, or Norman Wexler, who wrote Joe, um, Steve Shagan, who wrote Save the Tiger. Um, I've been very fortunate, and and good fortune and luck and accident is a big part of this uh, this business. Tell me about the documentary that's, uh, is it maybe currently being filmed about you, King of the Underdogs, John Avildsen, King of the Underdogs? Yeah, Derek Johnson is, uh, is making that, um, which was inspired by a, a book uh, that recently came out uh, about my movies. And um, he uh, got uh, some money together on Kickstarter and... Uh, it all worked, and he's uh, he's working away on that right now. Uh, John, I wanted to ask you about uh, the boxing scenes in Rocky because you, we talked about the story and how much it was the character stuff that drew you to it. You mentioned like with that scene with Rocky and the turtle and everything, which is amazing. But those boxing scenes, we had never really seen them like that, where we really felt inside the ring with those two guys. Tell me about as a guy that you said that you didn't really have a lot of interest in the sport coming to this movie, how you, you figured out the best way to film those scenes. Well, I looked at a, once I got the job, I looked at a lot of boxing movies that had been made, and I was struck by how phony the, the boxing looked. So I said to the uh, producers, if we're going to make this thing look real, we've got to rehearse it a lot. So give me a couple of weeks before we start shooting so the actors have the opportunity to uh, to rehearse this. So they wisely did. And on the first day of rehearsal, Carl and Sylvester get in the ring and they start bouncing around. And say, I'll do this and I'll do that. And I whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to be here all week. Sylvester, why don't you go home and write this thing out? Let's write. He falls down. You fall down. Whatever you want, write it out. And then we'll learn that like a ballet. So he liked that idea. He went home, wrote. 30, 32 pages of lefts and rights, and uh, the next day, that's what we started to, uh, to, to rehearse, and I shot eight millimeter movies of it, showed it to the guys uh, a couple of days later after each rehearsal, and I said, you see, that looks pretty phony, and if you lose a couple of pounds, it couldn't hurt, uh, and, um, and, and they practiced and rehearsed and did it over and over and over again, and by the time it came to shoot it for real, they had it down. And I think that's why it looked so good. 